The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Drowning in status updates and lost in endless emails? Break free with ClickUp.com, the one app to replace them all. Imagine a world where your team collaborates effortlessly in one shared space. No more chaos, just ClickUp. Your projects, tasks, and communication unified at last. Transform how you work with customizable views, seamless integration, and real-time updates. ClickUp is your shortcut to more productive days and happier teams. Join the millions of productive teams already streamlining their workflow. Visit ClickUp.com to get started. It is Beck UL Daily presented by BetMGM alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. I'm Chris Mack. And for Ed Egros for one more day, final hour of the show. we got to get you our lightning bets before we wrap up. Two-minute drill on the way in about 20 minutes as well. We've covered just about every game on the Week 9 slate. Just about every game. The good, the bad, and the ugly with a couple of good ones left. And one that you pointed this out uh, yesterday or the day before, Joe. It is This line has not moved at all. It has been rock solid since opening. And it's always go, it was always going to be this way. Cowboys, Eagles, Eagles by three at home. Total right around 46, third most bet game of the day because it's another one of the actual attractive matchups on the slate. Eagles, the third most popular side laying the three, but Cowboys money line, the second most popular money line dog. I I have said hmm. all week, I, I don't think I can go anywhere near a side on this one because it could go absolutely any direction. Either team could win by 17, either team, we could have a walk-off field goal at the end of overtime. That's how wide the disparity is on how the outcomes could go in this thing, and none of them would surprise me. Yeah, so let's start with the Eagles' offense. Jalen Hurts, how healthy is he? That's a question it's tough to answer because he's going to say all the right things. He's going to lie to the media. That's what he always does. He plays the character like he plays it off as tough. He doesn't want to he pretends like there's no injury to even discuss, which you've got to respect. Right. Um, While A.J. Brown has been on this tear of 139 yards per game over the last five weeks, while he's been on this tear, it's interesting to look at the matchups. Like, look, sometimes there are accomplishments that happen when you can't really point to the matchups. The matchups don't matter. But we all knew A.J. Brown was going to snap last week. You go back a couple of weeks ago, the Dolphins are working things out, but that was going to be a high-scoring game. When he faced the Jets, 
they're missing both starting cornerbacks. Let's see, the Rams, the Commanders. So he's had a couple games already in the books over that stretch against the Commanders. This feels like a huge step up in class for A.J. Brown and the rest of that Eagles offense uh, going against uh, this Cowboys D. Overall, there are a number of metrics, DVOA, EPA per play, where – Maybe they're not getting the hype that they were on their defense preseason, but they're there. They're top three, top five, I would say, overall. So that's going to be fascinating. How Hurts looks, if A.J. Brown is going to play as big as he has over the last last month and a half, and Swift has become the bell cow running back. He was getting a season-high 89% of the running back rushes this week at the start of the season it was i don't know it might be Gainwell, and swift has just taken that job completely so that's how i look at things from the eagle side a team that yes they're seven and one eagles fans are complaining and i get i get their point overall i don't know that they should be seven and one but they are the results are the results and then on the cowboy side it's all right again We're used to you beating up on poor opponents. When you're favored by more than a touchdown, usually at home, you end up smashing in those games. Good job. Let's see you do it against a contender. Let's see you do it against a team that that you are chasing in the division. In the end, I do do not have a play on this. If you're saying pick, make, make a pick, I would go Dallas plus three. I would go Dallas getting the field goal. I would just take the team that's getting points because, Aaron, I view this as pretty much a pickle. Yeah, it's going to be tough because, like you mentioned, how the Cowboys just smashed the Rams 43-20. to So they've got to have some confidence coming into this one. But I never trust the Cowboys with any kind of confidence coming off a win. Uh, and they're in Philly. The big thing is Jalen Hurts. How healthy is he for me? The one prop I did write down is your boy, Joe Swift, 54 and a half rushing yards over. I like that. I looked at Jalen Hurts rushing props, but if he is banged up, um, I looked at what he did last year. He had 27 yards. His props at 29 and a half. He's gone over that five times, but if he's not healthy, I'll probably stay away and just look at Swift here over 54 and a half. The one thing I look at on the side is, look, two really evenly matched teams. Divisional game, two teams that know each other really well. You mentioned the questions about Jalen Hurts, Joe. It's not just about his health. It's about how careful is he going to be with the football. And Mm. that was the huge question with Dak coming into the season, right? He talked about recommitting to not turning the ball over as often. And guess what? The Cowboys are tied for third in the league in turnover differential. They are plus six. They are not turning the ball over the way they did a year ago. And if you scroll all the way down and you get down into the bottom 10 of the league, you find the Philadelphia Eagles minus three in turnover differential, eight interceptions thrown. I think that's the kind of thing that turns a game as close as this one. So as I take a step back and and sort of try to find a way to a side on this one, I do Mm -hmm. lean Dallas plus the three because normally I think the conventional wisdom would be, okay, Dak's going to do Dak's going to Dak and the Eagles are going to take advantage of it. And it's going to lead to a field position play and a walk-off field goal. 
because this is, this is a final possession game. I think in this instance, the way Jalen Hurts has played, it's been inconsistent this year. Uh, and the way Dak has worked harder at protecting the football, I would lean Hurts to be the one who makes the mistake. And the Cowboys do capitalize on it uh, late in the game. And they end up being, so yeah, if I'm, if I'm trying to find a side to lean towards in this one, it's, it's Dallas plus the three. Um, that's, that's where, because Hertz has been so inconsistent and it's not just about the injury. It's about mm. protecting the football. I'm wondering if you think the Cowboys are going to win this game, should you bet on them to win the division right now? If you don't have a play because mm. this Eagles schedule, they go on by after this game, right? Here we go. Dallas at KC Buffalo, San Francisco, at Dallas, at Seattle. Ooh. That's what's coming up. One, two, three. Their next, that's their next six games before the final three-game stretch, which is very soft. If they continue to play like they've been playing, there's some L's in there. Plus 155 uh, right now. They also played the mm. Rams and the Chargers. The Eagles are neither of those teams. I still think the Eagles win this game, and if anything, I would lean taking them on the spread and go against you guys in this one. Yeah. Punching down, down, baby. Go all in. Go <laughs> all in. All in. All, all the, no, no lean. What's Push the, it all no, in. Uh, all right in. in the middle of the Minus table. three. Let's go. I'm in. It, <laughs> one, one weird Eagles stat before we move on, Paul. What do you have? Mm-hmm. The Eagles are defense, bottom five run defense EPA over the past month. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's an outlier, but you just wouldn't think that from that, this defense. And if this is like, if right. they can, the Cowboys can finally get Tony Pollard going, I was just shocked to see that based on what we think of, yeah. of the Eagles defense. Yeah. If you that, guys, that is... So these are two of the hottest receivers going, right? If you had yep. to make a receiver prop play on Brown or Lamb, Browns is 80 and a half, Lamb 72 and a half. Which one would you bet Maybe over? Brown. Brown could double that. <laughs> I'd, wow. go, I'd go Lamb. I, I, I think it's Lamb. I do. I think it's yeah. Lamb. Oh, I can't what, wait so for Monday. Number. I was going to say AJ Brown minus nine and a half yards. You're taking Lamb? Yeah. That's the difference between the two, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nine, yeah. Eight and a half. Eight, eight uh, yards, basically. Give me, eight eight, and a half. Give me AJ Brown. Okay. Yeah, I think there's something to the the level of competition thing that Joe brought up earlier and who he's put this streak against, uh, put this streak together against as well. Uh, interconference battle. Seahawks, Ravens here on BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Seattle getting five and a half in Baltimore. Total of 43. I, I, I fully believe that the Ravens are starting to put things together on the offensive side of the ball. Lamar Jackson is starting to cook. It's been, it's been rocky. It's been inconsistent at times. He's still got the boogeyman for him, which is playing the Steelers in Pittsburgh. We saw that a few weeks ago. But other than that, this offense, they've got him targets. They're leaning in on Gus Edwards when they need to. Five and a half is such a weird number, though, Joe. Like, Nothing. It's not going to surprise me if the Ravens win this thing by a field goal. And so it's it's there is a question. I, I, I believe DK Metcalf is supposed to play. I know he's he's taken some days off in the middle of the week because of that hip uh, this right. year. 
Um, both guards may be out, though. Both starting guards. Neither of them practiced yesterday. Maybe they're back today and everything's absolutely fine. I just have my questions about Seattle, but not enough that I'm laying five and a half here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I see six out there. I feel like this is another one. Paul, Like it feels like we're on an island on this one, which I find interesting. John Daigle's on the show earlier today. He liked the Ravens minus six. I, I just look at this, and I'm like, yeah, that's a Seattle play. That's a Seattle play for sure. Yeah. Now, the questions about their schedule, or their competition, is certainly valid. I get all that. But it's not their fault that P.J. Walker was playing. They did beat the best defense in the NFL in the Browns last week. Uh, earlier in the season, they did take down Detroit on the road in overtime. But, yeah, Carolina, Giants, Arizona, I get all that. And so, like, Paul, are we just saying, oh, that close game against Cincinnati doesn't count because Burrow wasn't 100%? Again, not something that's their that's really their fault at all. So the biggest question that I keep hearing is, well, the Seahawks haven't played anybody. They haven't played anybody. So mm-hmm. until they do that, I'm going against them. I don't know. I'm getting six points, and they can play on the road. We've seen that. Uh, the The numbers love them. I don't love them that much, but I do buy into their defense playing better. And Pete Carroll teams do this. And when you add a rookie cornerback, like it's going to take a little bit of time. And we are seeing it right now from Witherspoon. I like the Seahawks plus the six. Uh, Paul, is anybody uh, swaying you on this one at all? Not even a little bit. Six just seems egregious. Like, go back to the Bengals game. They went 0 for 8 from, like, the 20 in the last, like, for the last three minutes, four minutes of that game. Like, they should have won that game. Gino throws a god-awful pick in the end zone last week that kept that game close. They jumped out, what, 17 to nothing? They were up more than, like, two scores. Like, that shouldn't have even been that close a game. Against, again, one of the best defenses in the league. Are they going to do something really mind-blowingly dumb that's going to have me pulling my hair out on Sunday? Yes, <laughs> but like six is just – I feel like that's twice as big as it should be. I feel like this is a field goal game. Wow. Get John Daigle back. I am with him. I said it yesterday. Ravens minus six. One of my favorite plays, Lamar playing like an MVP. And, oh, by the way, Lamar 17-1 and one against NFC teams. Seahawks, who have they played? This is a Raven spot. They're quietly one of the best teams in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, th- this smells like maybe the third leg of my teaser if I'm still looking for it. Like if, if I if I really <laughs> like Baltimore and I want to get away from that six, I'll just tease it all the way down. Make that the third leg of my teaser with the, with the Browns and the Saints. I, I don't because six is you're you're right, Paul. Six is egregious is the word that's the word it's too much like i i i don't know i don't know what we're thinking there six i bet it at five and market moved against me almost immediately i was like "Uh oh but like at six i double down on that absolutely yeah lamar didn't show up last week i don't know if he just wasn't worried about arizona or, or what it was but yeah yeah like he gets a lot of love in these in, in these games every few weeks, but then when you look at him week to week, it's like yeah, you're not you're not there every week with the top quarterbacks. No, no there's they a level can of beat you through the air. Yeah, I mean against Seattle, yeah, I, I could I could see them do, but I, I think they've found some balance in the offense the last couple of weeks too. I don't know. I, 
The problem with Lamar sometimes is I think there's a play to the level of competition factor that rears its ugly head. And like you said, Joe, Arizona, I don't know if Lamar's going into the facility a couple hours early and leaving a couple hours late to break down Cardinals. You know, (laughs) he's like the rest of us. I think that's what happened. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. This team lost to the Colts. (laughs) How did that happen with this defense too? Level. Level of competition. I mean, people in Baltimore talk about it all the time. It's mm-hmm. it's what he does. He shows up big in, in those moments where, well, he's supposed to. And sometimes he just doesn't quite look like himself. It's because he looked at the schedule. He saw it was the Arizona Cardinals and decided, <laughs> yeah, you know what? I don't need that. It was a layup for him. I'm they good. still won. Yeah. Who cares? I they think did. I'm hearing <laughs> – I think I'm hearing Seahawks alternate spread. I think that's what I'm hearing. Oh, here. no. Oh. Not just money line. Oh. Money line for speaking, sure. Speaking of alternate lines, long shots, Sunday leaders, teasers, money line dogs, all of them coming up next inside our two minute drill right here on BetQL Daily. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Time to go no huddle with a BetQL Daily 2-Minute Drill. 
Yes, every Friday, this is how it gets done on BetQL Daily. Going to try and pull it off with me, Chris Mack, filling in for Ed, alongside Joe and Aaron. And it's time to figure them all out. The leaders, the stat leaders, the teasers, the money line dogs. We get two minutes on each. Paul, are we ready? Let's do it. Two minutes on the clock. Mike Brown, our VP. All right, so let's start. Let's do a sneak in a little Monday night analysis. Uh, Chargers, Jets. Line has it's actually time gone to up go. To Chargers. No money. <laughs> wow. The remix. Just keep it on a loop. Keep it on a loop. Uh, all right, so Chargers. Line's actually gone up to minus three and a half now. Total, I believe, is forty. Oh, yeah. uh, I know we talked about the Jets yesterday, but. Uh, we'll go around the horn. Chris, Joe, Aaron, thoughts on Monday Night Football? Uh, that three and a half. No thanks. Give me the Jets. I, I like that secondary against Justin Herbert and a, a one-handed Justin Herbert. Granted, it's his throwing hand. Um, but, yeah, I, I really like the Jets in this spot, actually. The Chargers are just far too inconsistent. And I, I don't know if they get Eckler going the way they did. They, I like the Jets. I can't believe I'm saying it. I like the Jets. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally uh, with that. I'll, I'll go quick because we got to get Aaron in, and I've only got a pair of minutes in uh, in this spot. But at three and a half, I'm just Erroneous. surprised that we're we're going in that direction. At three and a half, I love it. Like Herbert Herbert laying uh, more than a field goal on the road. He, he pops in the first half. Then in the second half, he has his struggles. It's interesting because it's kind of been the exact opposite for Zach Wilson. I feel like Zach Wilson hasn't gotten enough love. Did anybody think this team was going to be in playoff contention with Zach Wilson in week nine? But we're here. And the defense is playing to the level that we expected. And even when they face top-tier quarterbacks, they've been just fine. Um, and... When you look at that defense over the last month, they're number one in the NFL in EPA per play. So, yeah, come on. I, I, I'll fade Staley in this spot. Is Staley really going to have back-to-back primetime wins? No, I don't think so. Sorry, Aaron. It took Staley. almost the entire pair of minutes. Yeah, Staley's due for some regression here. The coaching matchup. Give me the Jets. Regression. Zach Wilson, the MILF hunter. He's crushing it. Four and three Jets. <laughs> oh, my <Thank> God. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. The weekend. That's that's got movie poster (laughs) written all over it. Zach Wilson. Uh, Milf Hunter. What what is he doing with the extra day off this week? Keep him away from your wives. (laughs) Or your mom's friends. Moms? Yeah. Yes. All right. Moving on. Uh, Receiving leader. So we talk about these uh, markets every week. So we hit actually hit CD Lamb at twenty two to one last week to lead the Sunday slate in receiving yards. He's at fifteen to one this week against the Eagles. But whether it's one of these people down the board or an alternate line on a receiver, you like any value plays in the receiving market, Chris? Uh, I actually, I, we talked about it during one of the breaks. I think it was on, during a break, not on air. You know, Cooper Cup might not even be the best receiver on his team anymore. Um, but I do get the feeling that if it's Brett Rippon in there and he's looking to for a comfortable target, he's familiar with Cup, Green Bay, I think bad spot for for them going up against the Rams and their receivers. Cup's 25-1 to 1 to lead in receiving yards this week. 
I mean, I could go obvious and just say Tyreek Hill, but I'll go down the board and look for some value with Cup at 25 to 1. Cup, I wasn't sure which guy you were going to go with. Was it going to be Cup at 25 or Puka at 40? Because I, I think you could make a case for Puka. I mean, this Packers yep. uh, pass defense is is bottom five. So, yeah, I wrote down two names. One of them was the other Rams receiver. I wrote down Puka at 40. Uh, but the one I like more than that is, is a game that people are talking about. You know what? Last week, Howell was the passing leader. And we'll see if he comes up in conversation again. But how about this matchup for McLaurin? Going up against J.C. Jackson. He should just feast in this one. Just feast. Now, it, it concerns me. Is Belichick going to take away McLaurin? I'm sure that's part of the game plan. I'm sure of it. But at number of 35, with a great matchup for him, maybe we see more scoring there uh, because the commander's defense just got worse. Didn't think that was possible, but they did. Um, so, yeah, McLaurin, 35-1 to 1 receiving leader. I like that. There's so many options here. But if we're talking value, I mean, Tyreek Hill against his former team is a fun one. I'd love Devontae Adams to get it, but that's asking a lot out of Aiden O'Connell. I'm going Nico Collins, 40 to yeah. 1. Back. Oh, there it Bucks is. Pass I knew it. Stink, and it's a value play. Let's go, Nico. You had 168 one time this year, 146 <laughs> against the Colts. You can do this. You got it, man. Like it. I might. I'm in on this Mac Jones resurgence game against this terrible defense. We oh, saw, no. we've seen it before. I'm just saying, Demario Douglas is 120 to one. Kendrick Bourne is now done for the season. I'll be sprinkling that a little bit with the Patriots against that terrible Washington defense. Alt lines for tip for sure as well. Rushing leader uh, Saquon is your favorite at five to one against that terrible Raiders rush defense. But any value plays down the board, Chris. Yeah, it's not too far down the board. I think he's third or fourth on the board, actually. I mentioned it earlier. The Bills giving up over five yards per carry on the ground. I really like Joe Mixon. Everybody wants to talk about Joe Shiesty and Jamar Chase and Higgins and Boyd and obviously all the weapons at his disposal. I mean, you're going to have to have some balance in the offense, I think. And Mixon is that. Plus 850. Give me Joe Mixon in rushing yards. Yeah, the uh, the number for Saquon stinks. He was your rushing leader a week ago, and I assume that he's going to get a ton of carries once again, but I can't bet it at 6-1. to one. Aaron brought up Jonathan Taylor. I think that's a really good look. That's a good look. What he did last week with only 12 carries, and now you're getting the easiest matchup. Now you're going against the Carolina Panthers. That's probably good, but looking for some value? Let's go, let's go early. Let's go in the morning. When you're facing the Chiefs, you need to limit the possessions that Pat Mahomes is going to get. And EPA per rush allowed second worst. This Chiefs defense, as good as they are, they will let you run. Uh, sorry, Aaron. I thought you were going to go Taylor, so I went Mostert at 16 to 1. Ah, well, there's still another one left on the board. Surprised you didn't touch this one at 16 to 1. Yes. You have a season-long bet on them. If Jalen Hurts <laughs> can't run the ball, who will? DeAndre Swift at 16-1. This is another market with a lot of good options this week. We also talked about Josh Jacobs, but at 5-1, to one, hard pass on that. So give me Swift 16-1. to one. 
I'll throw out one other option. Look at the Rams running backs. Like, Daryl Henderson had a game a couple weeks back. Like, that could be an option against a terrible Packers run defense at 50-1. to 1, But then it's a Tim and Royce Freeman. So, a couple of... It's, just, it's, see what's it was coming a 50-50 out of... split now. It's 50-50. Yeah. That's the tough so, part. Right. Right. Not a massive play. All right, passing leader. I'll put this out there right now. I'm playing Mac Jones at 28-1. to 1. Where else are people going? Ew. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go Derek Carr. I'm going to go Derek Carr. Um, look, the the game script would tell you that this doesn't necessarily make sense because they should have a pretty healthy lead late on Chicago, but there's nothing saying that that's a given either. Derek Carr's gone over 300 yards passing, I think, three weeks in a row. I think at a certain point, he'll take advantage of the Bears' secondary. And, yeah, give me Derek Carr. Go over 300 again and to lead the league in passing. Down the board a bit, 17-1. to You know, if he wasn't the passing leader last week, I'd probably be sitting here making a case for Sam Howell. I just... I can't say that he's going to do it <laughs> back to back. Like his name is Sam Howell. <laughs> I don't think he could possibly do that in back to back weeks. So I'm going to go with a guy that I don't think a lot of people are thinking about. This is when CJ Stroud catapults oh. himself back to the top what? of the conversation Dang. with the offensive rookie of the year with this terrific matchup. Stroud 15 to one going against that soft bucks secondary. That definitely was mine. We've been talking about Stroud oh. getting back on oh. track. The the rookie of the year does it again. I you know I'll be betting him this week over one and a half touchdowns. I like him at fifteen to one. May, I mean Sam Howell has the enemy finally unleashed this offense now that they had the fire sale on defense. Maybe the offense really gets going. Who knows? But uh, I'll, I'll stick with Stroud here. Feel like a copycat. I like him too. No, it's just it's just the order it went. I, I, I got you. Hey, we should be happy. We're in agreement. What if what if we're not looking at odds, right? And it's one of the elite quarterbacks this weekend. I'd go Burrow. Tua, even though I, I picked against him in the game, I, I I'd go Burrow with that matchup against the yeah, secondary. I, all those injuries piling I think, up. I think I'm with you on Burrow as well. All right, Tua, uh, Aaron, if you guys thought. Tua, yeah. I'll go Aaron? Tua. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you guys thought Mac Jones was gross, you could mm. take a shot oh, no. in the 2800 club. Also with Jordan Love against a terrible Rams pass no, defense that has been no. giving up a ton no. of yards. I'm just saying no. you could. You could. You don't. I, I to, would. I would go Mac Jones a hundred times out of a hundred more than Jordan Love. No, right. But no on the hundred first time, you could go Jordan Love. Yeah. Uh, no, favorite wouldn't. teaser no, of the week. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about some options. Uh, Cleveland, but put together two-leg or three-leg teaser. Favorite teaser legs of the week. Yeah, I mentioned it earlier. I mean, Cleveland and New Orleans are the obvious ones at eight-and-a-half-point spreads to tease down under the three. I like both of those, but you put both of those together, you're still staring at minus 130. So if I want to improve the value, I throw Miami into the mix, get them up to seven-and-a-half. And that gets me that three-leg teaser to plus 160. So some nice plus money value as well. Cleveland, New Orleans, and Miami. Yeah, um, Cleveland, New Orleans, I can't argue with it. My first thought is, how does it go wrong? But I guess I said the same thing last weekend when it came Sunday night to Monday night when it was the Chargers and the Lions, and both of those did get home. 
So maybe the obvious one of Cleveland and New Orleans gets home. Uh, if I'm going to throw a third one in there for another option for the people, it is disgusting. But I would go Giants plus eight and a half. A little dicey because you don't know about the emotion in the building after everybody gets fired. Is there going to be some newfound energy uh, for the Raiders? But it's still, you've got to win by nine to end up losing that teaser. I That'd be tough to do with the Aiden mm. O'Connell under center. All right. I'm not a big teaser person, but if I have to do it, I'll do Saints and Dolphins. All right, now the really fun part. Moneyline oh, yeah. dogs. Cowboys, one of the most popular at Bet MGM, plus 130. Dolphins, another one, which, I mean, plus 105. Technically yeah. a Moneyline dog, I guess. You know I'm on. And Rams were another one at plus 140 against the Packers. You know I'm on the Seahawks at plus 220. What are you guys yeah. thinking? Yeah, there's, there's the obvious of the Rams at plus 140. I think that's the most bet Moneyline dog this week uh or maybe second most cowboys are the most bet plus 130 uh i think i'm gonna go with the cowboys i i i i mentioned i just i get this feeling that hurts and his management of the football is not going to go well this weekend against the dallas secondary it's not going to take a lot of mistakes just one crucial mistake at a bad time and if it happens and dak doesn't make any of his own Cowboys win in Philly, plus 130. Yeah. Uh, I like Paul's pick of Seattle. I'll go elsewhere. Those threes are enticing. I understand why they, they're popular money line dog plays. Uh, Dallas, that makes sense. Not my favorite. I'm going between Washington and the L.A. Rams. I'll, I'll fade Jordan Love. I'll do that. Uh, I'll go with the, uh, the L.A. Rams on the road winning at three-point dogs. Perfect, because I had the commanders circled. Sam yeah. Howell in this offense keeps it going. I did want to do one disgusting one. Could it be the Vikings? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I I thought it, it absolutely can be. <laughs> absolutely. I thought about the Vikings. Okay. I did. I wrote down commanders Vikings, so there you go. Pick one. <laughs> All right. So if we go Vikings, Rams, commanders, Seahawks, could throw in the Cowboys, Giants, Bills, as Dolphins. Well, and the Jets. But 46 to 1 for the Vikings, Commanders, Seahawks, oh, man. Rams. I love All that. of them? Love it. Yeah. Lock it in. Round Robin What's them if you called? want. Yeah, round I, Robin. I was just going to say, do a round yes, Robin, maybe. There you go. There you go. I've got, uh, I think there's going to be a dog week. I think we're going to see a lot of these underdogs yeah. win. Yeah. They're short. And, but... I mean, just for fun. If we've got time, we've got a few seconds. Uh, if you add the Giants, the Cowboys, the Bills, and the Jets, that's 115 Giants. to 1. You're oh, out. Wow. Really? No Giants. Right. Yeah. No, I just, I would hate to lose a parlay because you added the Giants. That's the Giants. That's, yeah. that's true. Plus yeah. 105. All right, yeah. we take them out. <laughs> yeah. I just don't that, know that's... what's going to happen there. Let's play it safe on our seven leg money line. The stupid conversations gamblers end up having. Like we've talked ourselves into oh well yeah. those are all hitting. But what about the last one? <laughs> but what about the giants? BetQL <laughs> Daily. We wrap it up with our lightning bets next here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.
presented by BetMGM from BetQL. It is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. I'm Chris Mack. Thanks to you two for putting up with me the last few days as I filled in for <clears> Eddie <throat> Gross. Thanks to Paul and Mike Brown and uh, young Jakob, who is out for the, the weekend already, and Gertz and everybody uh, for being so welcoming. You guys are always awesome and super easy to work with. I appreciate it and wanted to get the pleasantries out of the way before we get to lightning bets. Uh, all that <laughs> said, let's do it. Let's lay him down. Joe, I'll let you get us started. All right. No teasers, no props, no totals, too many NFL sides that I like. So I'm going to stick it, stick there. Let's stick there. We'll, we'll have more BetMGM game day coming up Sunday morning right here on the BetQL Network. I'll be with uh, Pam Maldonado every Sunday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Eastern, uh, to go over more NFL plays. But, um, yeah, I'm going with five sides. I'll just go in chronological order, I believe. Let's start with the morning on Sunday. Chiefs minus one and a half. I'm shocked the market has gone in this direction. It's a Mahomes bounce-back spot. It's going to be a ton of fun. I hope the scoring is what we see with the total uh, in the low 50s right now. But the Chiefs are going to win. The Chiefs are going to cover. Love it. KC minus one and a half. And then we'll also go with, hmm, how about it? rest of the way we're going with underdogs. Give me the Rams plus three. I wish I had the information on the state of the, that offensive line, but you know what? This Packers defense doesn't scare me in the least, whether we're talking about the front or whether we're talking about the secondary. Um, if it is ripping, we expect it to be ripping. It's going to be just fine. McVay's going to scheme ways. He, that's what he does with these backup quarterbacks. They end up covering the spread somehow, some way. Jordan Love laying a field goal. Get out of here. I hope this goes to three and a half like it was the other day, but uh, I'll take in the current price of Rams plus three. Seahawks plus six going up against the Ravens. This is way too many points. Yes, the Ravens should be favored. I'd say three and a half or four is about the right number. But um, Seahawks are getting dinged by a ton of people for their schedule. It's not their fault. And they actually do have a couple of quality opponents that they've played. Um, they're, they're the team that's beaten the Lions on the road this year. Don't forget that. So give me the Seahawks plus six. Uh, Sunday night, I'm on an island Everybody's on the Bengals. I'm going to go with the Bills. We're not going to get to a uh, a, rec- a run of five straight games where the Bills are not covering the, p- the point spread. It- it's tough to evaluate. What do you do with the Bengals at this point? Because the numbers are liars right now because they're, they're back to being a top five offense and defense. But guess what? The Bills are terrific as well, and it's going to help that they're they're not putting two tight ends on the field. Uh, anymore right now with the Knox injury. So I'm going to go Bills plus two. And then the last one, I'm going to have to wait until Monday, but I do love this play. Jets getting three and a half home dog against Herbert and company. Um, Jets defense does really good against these uh, high-level quarterbacks, and they're going to do it again. I think they're live to win the game. Uh, Rams, Chiefs, Bills, Seahawks, Jets for me. All right. Aaron has Chris, been in the lab. Me? I know. She's been in the lab. She's got her paper. I know. I had to turn my mic and volume down. I had to turn the camera off to focus. How do we get to five? 
All right, his name is Jonathan Taylor. Why his rushing prop is only 65 and a half is beyond me. So I am going over 65 and a half for Jonathan Taylor. <clears throat> Man, I had to leave a couple good ones off of the list. This was so hard to narrow down. You can run on the Chiefs. I'm going Mostert over 49 and a half rushing yards. The CJ Stroud, he's going to have a bounce back game. Where do I go? I finally narrowed it down to over 236 passing yards. He's gone over that five times and it's only minus 114. So give me that. All right, we got three. And this is just a disgusting one, and I'm back on it two weeks in a row. Jordan Love, over 12 and a half rushing yards. Check out his game log. The guy just goes over it. I don't know why, but he does. 34, 21, 37, 39, 23, and a 12. So maybe it'll be a bad beat, but I'll go over 12 and a half for him. And Alvin Kamara, rushing plus receiving over 93 and a half. I mean, he has been on fire lately. He's gone over that four out of five games. So give me Alvin Kamara over rushing uh, plus receiving 93 and a half. All right. I am I'm a, I'm a little all over the place. I'll be honest. I got a total. I got a side. I got a, yeah, I got a, a couple of sides. I, I've got a, I got a teaser in here. So let's start with that. Let's go. I love the Cleveland and New Orleans numbers teased down to two and a half. And I really like the Miami number teased up to seven and a half. I put all three of those together. I mentioned it earlier. It gets me 160 plus 160. Really good value. And I think there's no way the Chiefs beat the Dolphins by more than a touchdown. And Cleveland and New Orleans both only having to lay two and a half feel very safe. So that's one. Um, I also mentioned earlier the Bills giving up over five yards a carry. I think it's a good spot for Joe Mixon. His total at 58 and a half rushing yards. I'm going to just rattle off his rushing totals so far this year. 56, <laughs> 59, 65, 67, 81. There's a 38 in there against the Seahawks a few weeks ago. And then 87 against the Niners, of all people. Uh, Mixon starting to heat up. 58 and a half rushing yards. I'll take the over there. Um, I really like C.J. Stroud and the Texans to put things back together this weekend, especially against Tampa and that secondary. So give me Houston laying two and a half. That gets me three. I need two more. Oh, I know where I want to go. I want to go to Cincy. Cincy laying one and a half at home against Buffalo. The Bengals have finally started to figure some things out. Joe Burrow is healthy. I think it should be another... I expect all of these good-on-good matchups to be really good, like, final possession-type games. Again, maybe I'm trying to manifest a great weekend of football despite having things like Colts, Panthers, and Commanders, Patriots on the slate. But here nor there, I'm going to go with it, and I'm going to say Houston, or excuse me, Cincy laying the one-and-a-half against Buffalo. And then the last one, Joe already mentioned it, but the Jets against wonky quarterbacks and against Brandon Staley. Uh, yeah. Getting three at home, three and a half. Yes, please. Thank you very much. So the teaser leg of Browns, Saints, Dolphins, Mixon over Houston, minus two and a half Bengals, minus one and a half and Jets plus three and a half. 
All right. We've got a mix of sides. And you know what? Props, and I will throw one total in there. Uh, kind of correlated, mm. but Seahawks plus six. Uh, that's the obvious one for me. I've been talking about it all week. Uh, so sprinkling the money line there as well. Dallas plus three against the Eagles. Eagle feels like a Cowboys spot. Eagles four and one in one score games, playing with fire a little bit. Dallas plus three, sprinkle the money line as well. With you, Joe, on Chiefs minus one and a half. Uh, let's see it, Dolphins. Let's see you do it, and especially at a short, very short number. Uh, I'll take the Chiefs in this spot. I agree with what you guys are saying. I think it was Aaron specifically that pointed it out today. Again, the Chiefs traveling late in the week, a little, don't love it. Yeah. But still on them to win. Win the game, basically, by two or more. Mac Jones. Uh, with, we were talking to Charge about it a little bit yesterday. Had this one circled. I'm going to go 275-plus passing yards against this god-awful Washington pass defense. It's only got, Now they've got no pass rush either. Not that they did, but you know what? Chase Young was getting pressures on the quarterback. He absolutely was. So at plus at 275-plus, that is plus 370 for an alternate line, an alternate prop there. And then he's got to throw to someone, right? Demario Douglas, over 41 and a half receiving yards. Low number. Kendrick Bourne is out. Uh, and Douglas has been their second most targeted receiver. So again, I think he's only got to have a couple. He's been, he's only got to have a couple catches to get this like 15 yards at a time, a couple catches and he's 13 targets over the last two weeks, by the way. So I think Mac Jones is going to lock in on DeMario Douglas over 41 and a half receiving yards. I'll be sprinkling some alternate lines there as well. Right. DeMario what Douglas is... receiving props. I, I was okay. th- That was not on the Where board. I did not expect to hear DeMario <laughs> Douglas <laughs> receiving prop and lightning bets. Uh, would you go Seattle minus six at plus 528? No. Not enough? Yeah, I just, I'd rather go what's two and a half. Minus two and a half. Uh, plus 250. Yeah, just, just money line at plus 220. Just money line it? Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That that, that 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 might be our most contentious spot this week. Seattle, Baltimore. Yeah. I think that's our most contentious I know. spot. So how about this? Would you do an alternate plus three and a half on the Seahawks? Like, well, I think we all agree that's more closer to what the number should be. I, like, I think that's exactly here? what yeah, the number yeah. should be. I think that's exactly what the number yeah. should be. Yeah. Seattle plus three and a half. Uh, it's, hmm. What's, what's the, what are the odds? Plus, uh, plus 120. No, I don't know if that's here. enough. Just, yeah. I'll just take, yeah. take the six. Yeah, because you might yeah. push on that yeah. six. Yep. All right, Jake I'm feeling good about a college. I'm f- oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, by the way, yes. BetQLU podcast available inside your Odyssey app right now. Myself, RJ Choppy, John Martin. We break down uh, the big games on the Week Ten slate, and there's a whole handful of big Week Ten games. Broke them all down. It's also on the Odyssey Sports YouTube channel as well, if you prefer to uh, watch it. But two games I really like: Washington only having to lay three at USC. Yes, please. Michael Penix yeah. uh, will be ready to go and reinforce that Heisman candidacy. And LSU-Bama is going to be a final possession game, even in Tuscaloosa. 
LSU getting three in Tuscaloosa. I don't I don't expect they win, but it's going to be an interesting yeah. one. They've got the much better quarterback. I'll take Daniels over Milrow. Mm-hmm. So thanks again to everyone for being a part of BetQL Daily this week. Ed will be back on Monday. Thanks to all of you for joining and not letting me completely derail this thing. Uh, they'll be back on Monday to break it all down for you and let you know how the weekend goes. This live coast-to-coast on the BetQL Network has been BetQL Daily. You've been listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former Sports Center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus